0: We know you're out there, people who love mushrooms and you want to be a farmer. We take these other bags out and put them in the garden for the compost. Beautiful. Is is it a money-making thing, mushrooms? How much money can you actually make? Let's get straight to the point. everybody sam marwood here from cultivate farms uh, where we're trying to make it possible for you to own a farm and we're looking at all the different ways you can do that there's some creative farm ideas out there and one of them is to be a mushroom farmer we know you're out there people who love mushrooms and you want to be a farmer or you want to diversify your operations or you want this as a good way to get in or this could be your absolute goal for farming either way We have the people that you need to be uh, chatting to, and one of the co-founders of an awesome mushroom company called Lifecycle is here with me right now, Ryan Creed. Ryan, thank you for your time.
1: Hey, Sam. Sam? Thanks
0: Thanks for having me, mate. It's great to be here. Pleasure. Now, we've been speaking for a couple of months now since I found out about you, and apologies, I didn't watch that original Landline uh, video until like a couple of weeks ago. I feel really bad. I'm (laughs) slow getting onto this mushroom craze. But we, we love it here at Cultivate farms, mate, and this is against the point of our conversation is we want to show everyone that we think what you're doing is awesome. Uh, we think it's a great business model um, and we want to encourage anyone out there who wants to be a farmer to seriously consider jumping on board with Lifecycle and we're going to unpack the benefits uh, of it all uh, and you're going to explain everything, Ryan. Uh, we've got a list of questions to get through, mate, but uh, thank you for your time. Yeah. Is it... Is it a money-making thing, mushrooms? How much money can you actually make it? Let's get straight to the point.
1: (laughs) Well, we've been touted as mushroom moguls from uh, (laughs) back in the day. (laughs) Um, It is possible to grow mushrooms and make money. I I think particularly in Australia where there's a a lack of mushrooms, um, there's a lack of knowledge um, over the culture, over the history, but now we're seeing this trend in veganism and vegetarianism um, plant-based diets, gourmet meals out on restaurants, um, transparency in what we're eating, uh, what are our growing techniques? Uh, are they organic, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. And the customer, the consumer, really wants to know about the life story of their food. And um, with that, brings a great potential for mushrooms. And um, you can make some money. You can um, you can start a small business or a large business, and um, you know, find empowerment by providing local food to your community, um, which is what we started doing three years ago in Fremantle, um, and uh, yeah, three years down the track, we've uh, we've been able to bring on nineteen uh, more growers across Australia who are j- doing that. So, um, yeah, the, the future with mushrooms is exciting,
0: Sam. Uh, I love it, and it hasn't been something that's crossed my mind at all, and that's why I'm really fascinated by it, and that's again why I wanted to do this video to normalise this discussion with all of our followers. Um, so I I haven't actually bought mushrooms for a little while, I've got to confess. That's because my wife doesn't like them, but I love yeah. them. Uh, why do you love them? What Have you have you always thought, oh, I want to do something to do with mushrooms, or you've fallen into it? What's, what's the backstory?
1: It's interesting. I I haven't loved mushrooms my whole life uh, on a love sense, but it wasn't until I realized that the nutritional value of them um, and that they could be grown off waste products, mm-hmm. um, supporting our so supporting human health and planetary health at the same time, um, was something that took my notice and um, made me fall in love with studying them and learning how to grow them and um, different ways of eating them and um, and what that does for our health, all that can do for our community and our um, and our planet, mm-hmm. essentially. So I, nice. I do love them for their nutritional value. Um, most of all, um, and uh, there's some beautiful benefits that come um, socially and environmentally with growing mushrooms in urban spaces.
0: And they look cool as well. I think we're
1: going to have a little tour in a minute, aren't we? <laughs> I will show you some mushrooms. Um, it's, it's a good point because people come down to the farmer's market where we're selling them and go, are they real? Like, they look that incredible, um, the way their gills are formed. Mm. Um, they're very photogenic, and oyster mushrooms are unique in um, the way they look. Um. So, yeah. Quite
0: beautiful. And do I need to have special skills to be a mushroom farmer? Do you? Is there some sort of boot camp you'd put me through, Ryan, to to do this? How how hard is it?
1: <laughs> well, you would. You wouldn't believe it's it's for anyone. It's for people who come to us and say, "I can't. Um, I can't grow a herb, or I you know I always kill my apple tree or something." And like, well, this this is for you because. It takes no skills or experience in, um, to become a mushroom farmer. Uh, we started off with the mushroom grow boxes where you just spray water and put it in your kitchen bench. It's not not, um, not too many places you can go wrong with that, but um, the shroom rooms are all packed up with all the technology, so it's automated. Um, you know, We've got growers from uh, retired couples to uh, young guys and girls out of university that are starting their first job to ambitious entrepreneurs. Couples with families, single couples, it's its for everybody. And um, that's why it's a community uh, of people from all walks of lives that come together and share a passion for growing food, um, creating food security and decentralizing our food systems, um, which is really a big passion and driver behind the National Mushroom Network and, and Life Cycles agenda.
0: Love it. So, okay, I'm going through my checklist. Um, I don't necessarily have to love mushrooms to start with. <laughs> uh, I don't need to be an expert. How much space, so if I'm an aspiring farmer, I'm probably thinking I need a 10,000-acre farm. How many of those thousands of acres do I need to be growing these mushrooms? I'm sure <laughs>
1: That's another great, great question because <laughs> people always say, well, well, Ryan, I've got all this acreage, so I think I'd be a perfect candidate for mushroom farm. Yeah. Like, well, all you need is a three-by-three-metre space in your backyard in an, In your suburban lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can grow up to 40 kilos a week in a three by three meter space and don't need a building permit. Um, You can install a shroom room um, in a a weekend and um, become, bring agriculture to the city um, without that need for acreage. So it's urban farming, um, low water use, very different to the traditional um, broad acre farming Mm -hmm. methods that we've seen. Oh, I love it. It's so cool.
0: All right, so how many people have you convinced to be mushroom farmers so far, Brian? What's yeah. The well,
1: some haven't some have <laughs> even taken convincing sound. Yeah. They <laughs> like, came to us and said, how do I do that? Because mm-hmm. you, like you mentioned we were on landline mm. uh, turning mushrooms from coffee waste, and um, we were inundated with uh, emails, and that's actually why we started, because mm. we, um, we didn't even know that people were going to start their own mushroom business, but they... We had these emails like, how do I start mushrooms growing in my area, supply my restaurants, to my farmers market? um, For a good two years we were working through how do we solve uh, the solutions to enable others to do it. Um, So then in May this year we started the National Mushroom Network and the Shroom Room was released. Um, Since that time we've been able to bring on 19 growers Mm. um, across Australia Um, from Tasmania to Bundaberg to Western Australia, Northern Kalgoorlie. Um, We've got got a handful in Melbourne and Northern New South Wales. Um, So 19 so far. And with over 500 major towns in Australia, we're really committed to seeing uh, by 2020 uh, these major towns, all represented by a member of the National Mushroom Network in providing local fresh...
0: Mushroom
1: run off coffee waste in the community.
0: It sounds good to us. I think we're that's why we're we love what you're doing. We want to get hit that 500 mark with you and get these. I want everyone. I want people to be smiling watching this thing. And yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. So we're gonna keep unpacking these questions. I've got some more. Um, so I know I want to do it. I can grow. I've got three uh, three by three uh, meters in our backyard. Um, now I'm thinking about. I've grown them. Now who do I sell them to? How does that all work, Ryan? Do I need to? just be yeah. eating a lot myself or I've got to have a, my customers? What's the process?
1: Well, we always recommend and we've found that the growers have most success through selling at farmers markets. Mm-hmm. Um, so the sale price there is $50 a kilo direct to consumers. Um, we sell them for $10 a bag, 200 grand bags, and we sell out every week. Um, um, it's... Uh, it's a beautiful thing because you're not waiting on invoices to be paid. Mm. You're getting a great return on your um, grow price. that's $50 a kilo at farmer's markets. Um, some growers also have set up a distribution network in their community where they actually have their neighbours as their customers. Um, so growing for the street, um, you know, and in some cases people swap food, you know, eggs, eggs for mushrooms, et cetera, et cetera, but mostly they'll have a, a weekly delivery to the people in the street um, and get cash in hand. And then there's also the um, really solid model of selling to restaurants. Um, and the average grow price there is around, uh, a sale price there is $35 a kilo. Um, and, um, you know, I really recommend that growers will target their restaurants and cafes that have a really um, popular breakfast menu. And we find that those cafes and restaurants tend to have um, – you know, orders of 10 kilos and above. Mm-hmm. So it's a simple one soft drop um, and uh, really minimum um, strain on your
0: time. Love it. So you can do some, you just do some homework. Go around to all the cafes and restaurants that you know and you have your coffees at anyway and ask them if they'd buy mushrooms. You can probably get five clients in a day. Um, it's, uh, it's surprising the way you see the chef's eyes light up when you
1: show them the oyster mushrooms you've grown because they're actually used to importing them from Taiwan mm. um, and seeing them come on a boat for two weeks wrapped in plastic, um, dehydrated, and uh, who knows what else to keep their shelf life. But when you you show them a mushroom you just harvested that morning, um, their eyes light up, and um, the $35 kilo price mark is uh, uh, a great appeal to them. For them to put that mushroom on, on their dishes, the hero of their dish, um... um and branded as a coffee mushroom as well because yeah. it has a really lovely story. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're seeing um, good returns from
0: the restaurants as well. Oh, that's brilliant. I love it. So, again, this comes down to having the hustle. And also, there's probably aspiring farmers out there who already have, got, have a lease or uh, some sort of arrangement in selling products at a at a um, at the farmer's market already, and this could just be a nice little add-on is one of the things I'm thinking about. Um, yeah. But, uh, so... I've decided to do this, Ryan, and you've convinced me, and now I've got my uh, shroom room set up. How do I start growing them? What what are the What are they grown in? What does it look like? Um, uh, do I have to get all the spores myself and place them? I don't even know. the <laughs> are right we're yeah. around this, but what happens? <laughs> explain how that all happens. It's, a, it's, it's called inoculation. inoculation where, oh, there it is. Uh, we're actually we're taking, taking
1: that, that hardship away from, from the, the growers, growers so... so Um, We have big commercial uh, mushroom production units that process coffee waste, mix them with mushroom spores in a very strict hygienic environment, and uh, create prepared grow bags for our growers, which we then distribute across the country. Mm -hmm. So our growers are spending half an hour to 45 minutes a day harvesting and moving their bags around, and the rest of the time is connecting to the community and delivering uh, their their produce and selling their produce. So... um, yeah, so Sam, if you if you were to go ahead, we would enable you to receive your shroom room within four weeks. Um, we'd get, out, get all the infrastructure and uh, technology sent to you within four weeks so you could um, then receive our grow bags that we've prepared. Um, you simply put them into the shroom room, with the humidifier and the air temperature control, um, extraction fans and everything do their thing. Um, you slice them open, um which gives them oxygen, light, and water. And this is signaling a message to the mycelium in the grow bags inoculated with the coffee waste um, that it's time to grow and uh, the oyster mushrooms will start growing and you'll have your harvest in two weeks after that process. Um, so, yeah, we, 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 we that's why it's taking us three years to come up with the perfect model to enable others, um, that we make it simple um, for anybody to participate in with no, no background in growing mushrooms or knowledge. We step you through, you become part of the family. We're always available on the phone for any uh, inquiries, um, and we have all the support videos and technology that um, will make mushroom growing experience a success.
0: Brilliant, and so once I've cut open one of the bags, how do I know what mushroom's gonna be uh, growing it? I'm pre-ordering the, the, the types of mushrooms?
1: Yeah, so we work with the growers to enable um, the right choice in their climate. So um, pink oyster mushrooms grow really well in summer and the, and the warmer climates like in um, Queensland. So we'll be seeing, working with the farmers to say, which strains would you like to grow? We recommend these uh, for the climate. But we have a variety of pearl oyster, king oyster, pink, elm oyster. Um, we'll be working on the most exciting mushroom, which is gaining a lot of popularity in the media and the public at the moment, which is called lion's mane mushroom. Um, And this looks like a pom-pom or a lion's mane, Um, and it's really medicinal. So it regenerates nerve cells in the brain. Um, It delays the onset of Alzheimer's, and it also tastes like lobster. And (laughs) chefs are paying $70 a kilo for this. Uh, There's a popular restaurant in Melbourne called Budamon who um, have got us on the the pre-order list for the lion's mane, and it's really exciting when we release this to all National Mushroom Network growers within the next six months. yeah, it's a uh, biohacking combined with gourmet, uh, fresh, goodness, lions,
0: man. great. All right, so now you've convinced me I'm going to get more of those lion ones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. So um, from, from a uh, cost point of view, so there's obviously capital costs up, up front that I need to pay for, but you guys can help out with the financing. There's all these different arrangements that are possible. Is that the, is that the case? Yeah, uh, we've,
1: we've got, got a no deposit. deposit. Uh, finance option for those who don't want to pay any cash up front, they can start earning much uh, profits from their mushroom growing and pay off their shroom room as they go. Um, so, you can get the, the shroom room that can grow up to 40 kilos a week for sixty nine ninety five a week over two and a half years. Um, and then you've got all additional packs to add onto your finance if you want, like the grow bags. So, then you're not out of pocket for buying the grow bags either. Um, yeah, that can be reduced as well. If people do want to. Um, you know, pay some deposit, but um, we like to see that as an easy access point for, for those who are coming out of university or um, don't quite have the cash in the bank to make that investment straight
0: up. Oh, it's definitely easier than trying to convince a bank to give you $2 million loan to buy a farm. Uh, this this makes money straight away. That's again why we think this is a really awesome idea and we encourage people to be thinking about this. Um, all right, so now it's all set up and I'm wanting some support from others. Have you got mm. some sort of support mechanism? I think you talked about it before. before. Um, is this the National Mushroom Network?
1: Yeah. Um, the National Mushroom Network has full-time mycologists that are available on the phone um, and email, text. Um, we're, we're setting up group Facebook um, accounts, uh, uh, automated texting with support videos. Um, but, yeah, as we all know, like we love to speak to humans, and we are a family of mushroom growers that are supporting each other. And we're always accessible um, because we're not just selling a package and, and leaving it up to the grower. It's an ongoing um, support and an ongoing access to the life cycle and the National Mushroom Network intellectual property as we develop more and more different strains of mushrooms and techniques that the, the broader network gets access to. Um, and um, it's exciting to think where we'll be in 10 years and where mm. the strains and, and things that will be growing and the, and the innovations will be amazing. I'm excited. Um, now, that's,
0: I think we should go see some mushrooms, Ryan, if you're able to take us on a bit of a journey. Um, yeah. But before I go, before we go do that, ways to get in contact. You can know, either contact through us at Coldback Farms and we can connect you up or otherwise you jump on the Life Cycle website, Ryan, which is...
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's we spell it weird, Sam, just to make it hard. Yeah, yeah. L-I-F-E-C-Y-K-E-L. Uh, it's the way the Swedes spell it. Uh-huh. Um, dot com, just dot com. So, so it's the last cycle. It? Dot com, or easy to remember as well is the national, uh, it is national mushroom com. Okay, easy. Yeah, all yeah.
0: right.
1: Well, let's go, let's go and go check mushroom. out some mushrooms. Yeah, cool. So all this right. is just in your backyard. Is this the yeah, this is um. I'm just at our Byron Bay office, um, and we've got some mushies. We've got a few shroom rooms here, um, so this is what we call the Street Defender. Can you hear me, right hand? Yeah, yeah. You are coming through from? Yeah. Me. So this is the. Um, I give a bit of vision here. That's the. Um,
0: that's the yeah. Street Defender.
1: That's good. So it's almost like a bike shed or some of the backyard shed. Yeah, it's um. It's designed to defend the street, Sam, so no one can intrude on your food security. (laughs) Okay, so. um, Do you see some nice pearl oysters growing here?
0: Yep. So you've just cut a hole in those bags, and they're just thrown out of that.
1: Yeah. So there's a humidifier. You can hear that noise just come on. There's all the mist there. Oh, yeah. Um, So that's keeping this shroom room like a forest. Um, It's keeping it really moist. Um, There's an air extraction fan there. Um, So you need to keep the carbon dioxide levels right. Um, But um, two weeks after those bags are cut open, um, they'll be starting to grow and producing these beautiful oyster mushrooms.
0: It's just simply getting some scissors, cutting them off, and
1: off you go. Yeah, we, we actually, we twist them out at the roots, um, so then they will regenerate really well in their second harvest. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but that's the community model, and I'll show you down to the solar shroom room now. So the solar, this is a bit bigger, is it? Do so you see the, the solar panels on the roof there? Uh, yes. Um, so this is the solar shroom room that I'm walking down to now. Um, you can see the solar panels on the roof there. Uh-huh. Um, and this is our largest capacity, so you can grow up to 40 kilos a week, and that's sitting on some pavers, just in a 3x3 three three meter space.
0: Easy. And just in the, you know, yeah, it's just in the open.
1: Yeah. Pretty
0: straightforward. Same thing, some shells, it's great. So it's just the main difference, just bigger,
1: and it's um, got the solar panels. Yeah, just got a larger capacity, and mm-hmm. it's just got the solar capacity as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking about maybe I should sign up.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, well, it only takes about half an hour a day
1: um, of harvesting.
0: Hmm.
1: Um. So, yeah, we just come down here in the afternoon, pick these mushrooms. And then um, after we pick them, we take these other bags out and put them in the garden for compost.
0: Beautiful.
1: Sometimes we, sometimes we sell the um, compost as well. So we put ads up on Gumtree and we have local gardeners that come and buy them. like $2, $2.50 a bag, so you're getting really good um, money back on the third cycle um, of the system. Um, yeah, and... Um, the, uh, the people have found it really good, like, to add it with
0: uh, mulch and things like that. Very nice soil. Yeah, um, cool. Conditioner. Ryan, this is really exciting, mate. I'm glad we have connected. Uh, I'm going to make a call out again to aspiring farmers or anyone, uh, even retiring farmers, whoever uh, is find, wants to find a, a new, new income stream or this to be their whole kit and caboodle for farming. I really encourage you to reach out. Uh, to Ryan and the LifeCycle team. It looks awesome to me. This <laughs> seems just super straightforward. Uh, you just need to have some hustling skills, some entrepreneurial skills, but it looks like LifeCycle have wrapped up all the other things to make it as easy as possible. So, Ryan, thank you very much for your time, mate. Well done. Keep up the energy. Um, and we'll we'll be in touch regularly. We'll be uh, promoting this as much as we can. Thanks, Sam. I really appreciate your time and the opportunity to speak to all the farmers.
1: We're really passionate about enabling jobs and Enabling meaningful, um, you know, food growing system. So, have a great uh, Friday afternoon, Sam, and uh, we'll speak soon.
0: Cheers, mate. Thanks, Ryan. Speak soon. See ya.
1: Bye.